Mr. Keith, thank you for coming out from Santa Monica, right? Yes, that's correct. Thank, thank you, you for being here, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, this weekend's very exciting for your organization. Can you tell me, um, can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, so my name is Keith Sexton. I am the Associate Director of Active Engagement for Movember. Uh, I've been working for Movember for about, uh, coming up to 11 years now. So I've been around for a long time there. Um, When's the start of Movember? So uh, Movember began back in 2003 in Melbourne, Australia. Um, and the kind of story about how that came about was two guys were having a drink at a bar, kind of talking about fashion and why mustaches had never come back into fashion at that time. Yeah. And they decided to grow mustaches for the month just for fun. And they realized they were starting a lot of conversations uh, with Over the mustaches. <laughs> really? Yeah. So those mustaches, they're like, wow, what if we could do something good with all these conversations we're starting? Yeah. And they were kind of inspired by the women's health movement and breast cancer awareness and research at the time. So they wanted to do something on the side for men. So they wanted to do something for men's health. And they decided to raise money for prostate cancer at the time with uh, Prostate Cancer Foundation Australia. Who, funny enough, when they told them their idea, they're like, ah, no, that's okay. You guys don't need to do yeah. that. And they did it anyway and ended up raising somewhere over $40,000. And they were like, oh, okay, yes, you can do this. And the movement kind of began then. Um, And then in 2007, it kind of spread across the globe and landed here in America. Uh, And we've been growing mustaches and uh, promoting men's health ever since. That's amazing. When, when, what, because this Sunday, May 24, May 21st, is the DGR. When did DGR in November link up? Or yeah. How did that get, 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 get involved? Yeah, so I think there's that kind of um, synchronicity with men's health. Um, men love motorcycling and cafe racers and all that kind of stuff. And so back in 2016, uh, DGR was kind of formed and they wanted to do something with charity and they found November and they kind of, you know, decided to collaborate. We've been uh, the beneficiary of the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride ever since. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, it's an incredible ride. If, um, you know, so over 600 rides across the globe on the same day. I would say at the same time, but obviously time zones don't yeah. like that. But uh, everyone riding across, um, it's just, it's, it's an incredible time. I've been able to, fortunate enough to visit uh, Chicago and San Francisco and Los Angeles and see those rides and just seeing the passion of the community, um, you know, not just for motorcycles, but also for men's health and the stuff we stand for. That's awesome. And, and back to, you've been with them for 11 years. Mm-hmm. What was, how was the start of that? Yeah, so I um, I was coming out in a period of unemployment, and I um, had had a degree in accounting and finance, and saw a LinkedIn post. I have been participating participating in November since two thousand nine, so yeah. a couple of years before I started. I started in twenty twelve. Um, saw a post on LinkedIn. I'm like, I'm gonna go for that. I am not relatively qualified because it was managing everything in their finance department where I was. You know, a cognitive machine of many finance people in corporate America, but uh, I got the job, and uh, it was an incredible place to work because you know, there every every day was different. Everything is um, so unique, and all the people there are passionate about what they do. You know, you're yeah. surrounded by people that love what they do and want to be there for a great reason. And so, I was there, and. Um, being able to work with the community was so awesome to me that I wanted to see what else I could do there. And, you know, I moved into our fundraising team uh, a few years later and 
you know, it's really awesome to work with our community and the people that participate in Movember and participate with our organization. They're passionate too. So you just, you're, you're surrounded by people who are passionate about the same cause that you are. It's really well, it, 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 it's, it's such a beautiful cause. It's mm-hmm. such a, it, this is random, but I always bring up these random facts and, and, and things into these conversations. Um, did you hear about that lady that uh, she she changed her gender into male? Like she just wanted to see what it was to be like a man, and she changed her gender into male. And I think after a few years, she killed herself. She she oh. says the it, it, she was treated so bad. I gotta look up, I gotta look up that story. But she was treated so bad as a man. Like women were like, "Hey, what are you looking at?" And guys were just kind of busting each other's balls. It was so abusive that she kills herself. And there's a book about it now. Hmm. You know, it, it's 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 wild. You know how how bad men are treated, or how people assume that men are so oh they get everything and they're so lucky and they're so blessed, but nobody understands the fucking struggle that, that we deal with. When I think when it comes to men's health specifically, you know, mental have, health. Yeah, men's mental health, physical health. Men are kind of you know we're grown up to say you know oh don't talk about that. That's not something you talk about. You get hurt. You know, you walk it off. Drop some dirt in it. All that kind of stuff. It's not, you know, it's it's weak to talk about anything that's gone wrong or that's not working right, especially with mental health. So, you know, that's what Movember is about. We want the, you know, the mustache that we have for the month of Movember, that's a conversation starter, just like it was back in 2003. It's it's designed to start those, we call it our hairy ribbon. Yeah. You know, we don't write, we don't have the pink ribbon, we have the ribbon on our face. And so that is conversation started and it should be an idea that men should and can talk about you know what they're going through what their you know their mental health their physical health you know encourage them to be a proactive participant in their health so going to see a doctor regularly get checkups going to see the doctor when something doesn't feel right instead of just ignoring it and hoping it goes away um and really you know talking about mental health and making sure that you know breaking down that stigma Telling people it's okay to go to therapy. It's okay to talk about this with your buddies and all that kind of stuff. That's funny because you say that, and, and it sounds it sounds like such normal advice. Like it's so, it's so basic, but yep. then like I'm like, what? I'm not the only one that's like hanging out the pain and hoping it goes away. Exactly. You know? and I think that's a it's a common bond that uh, guys have, and we're all sitting here like, oh god, I'm the only one that's going through this, and if I say anything, my friends are gonna you know bust my balls, or they're gonna do this or that to me, or you know I'm gonna be you know just removed from the friend group or whatever it is, and it's like no, I bet if you brought that up. Friends would be like, oh yeah, that's happened to me too, or I've gone through that. That's true. I, I have this one friend, um, and one time we were doing like cleanses and stuff, and he, you know, he's always lived pretty far away. But I was like, oh dude, I'm trying this cleanse from Amazon. He's like, I'm trying this cleanse. And then my mom was visiting, I was like, dude, you know, I took this big shit, and I feel so much better. He's like, yeah, dude, this thing helped and stuff. Like, and my mom's like, this is so cool. You have a friend that you're talking about, like, you know, cleansing and health and, you know, whatever the case is. And it's, it's so important because people deal with that with themselves. And then something bad happens and they can't even share that, you know, or the feedback, like, oh, dude, this happened to me. I felt bad. My, my stomach felt tight, whatever the case is. And then you're getting that same feedback and you're like, oh, you go back and forth. You don't have to do it by yourself. Exactly. And honestly, like those small, like you said, those small interactions that you open up, you start growing a little bit more comfortable, more comfortable that something big happens in your life. You're, you know that you have that person to go to, or you can talk about that stuff now. Now, you, you might have said this. I, I just want to comprehend uh, everything, and I'm sure a lot of people do too. 
what on top of it you you know you raise this awareness uh, with the mustache and donations and you guys are into this health and everything else. What if somebody's going through something? What can they expect? Can they reach out to you and say, "Hey, uh, I'm I'm depressed or I, I feel sick or I feel this." Uh, Movember, can you? I, I need help. I need yeah. to talk to somebody. What, what do you guys offer? So we have a couple different things. Um, on our website, at least, there's a wide list of resources for people that are going through things that, you know, it could be anything from domestic abuse to um, uh, gender identity, um, LGBTQ issues, uh, substance abuse, all that kind of stuff. Um, we've got resources for that. Um, we also created a couple programs uh, that are online and available for anybody. One's called November Conversations which allows anyone to kind of, uh, it's like an interactive um, a game, but an interactive kind of way to learn how to have tough conversations. So learning how to approach people that, you know, you think might be struggling or going through some stuff, how to have those conversations without turning them off. Because sometimes, you know, you can approach somebody and be like, hey man, what's going on? Oh, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, I'm fine and you stop there. Um, and so it's, it's how to have those conversations and how to dig deeper and have really meaningful conversations. Uh, we also did a program called Family Man in a similar vein for new fathers. Because um, anytime you go through a big life change, whether that's, um, you know, having a child, um, going through a divorce, moving, you know, all that kind of stuff. Exactly. All that kind of stuff can lead to, you know, mental health issues, depression, all that kind of uh, stuff. So with new fathers, you know, there's um, our family man program that allows them to kind of work through like, oh man, my kid's acting up, how do I deal with this stuff? So learning learning that stuff to help their mental health. That's interesting. So they, they, can, they can find all that stuff on the website. Exactly. We also have something called our ALEC model, which helps people, um, you know, with those tough conversations. So ALEC stands for ask, listen, action and check in so asking your friend how they're doing really listening to them and the important thing with listening is listen non-judgmentally don't try to get in something guys do a lot and uh, we actually went through a suicide prevention training yesterday at work and you know one of the big things we're taught is you listen non-judgmentally and it's really important not to offer advice through that you're trying to listen because guys tend to do that we tend to try to fix things yeah. um, we try to be like there's a problem, attack the problem with a solution. And you can't do that. You really just have to listen. Listen to what they're going through. Um, and then encouraging them to find the appropriate solution. So if it is substance abuse, maybe go to an A meeting. Or, you know, if it's depression, have, you know, seek out therapy. You know, there's online options. There's, um, you know, maybe your workplace offers something. So there's different ways to go about that. And then checking in on them and making sure that, you know, once you've had that conversation once, it's not the only time you have it. You make sure they're doing it. Yeah, it's so complicated, man. Uh, I mean, it's good you guys are offering this and training on that. It's just, just it's so hard. Yeah. Because if, if you have an issue and you hold it in, uh, it's terrible. Yep. But then if you start unloading it on your friends, your friends get like a little annoyed and they're like, fuck, man, I, I, I kind of know what to do, bro. Yeah, it kind of sucks, you know? And then there's a the whole thing that if people give advice, you know, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, every time somebody has a, a problem with their wife or girlfriend, oh my God, this, that, 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 that. The moment you start giving advice, two months later, you're regretting giving that advice. You know, oh, well, she's a bitch. Or you know what? She 
cheated on you or she did that to you or, you know, she took your money, whatever they did. Dude, I wouldn't deal with that. She doesn't love you. She doesn't mm-hmm. care about you. Get away from her. But a month later, it always works out. Yeah. And they always fix it. Now you're the dick yeah. that said the wrong thing. <laughs> you hate my girlfriend, right? Yeah, great. And, and, and she, she knows about it. She knows about it, obviously. And now it's, 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 it's you know. So my point is, is if you tell people to make your problems, they get annoyed overall because they have their own problems. Mm-hmm. And if you give advice, you end up kicking yourself in the ass. So then it becomes this thing where you're like, well, what the fuck am I going to do? You know, and of course, now you're mentioning the therapies and everything else. I'm just talking about like how that builds up as a man, you know, it builds up you, the, like all of a sudden the, the bar is just like, it's not even there anymore. Yeah. And, it, and all you leave is, all you get is therapy. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. Like not, we need to break that stigma and not let guys hold on to that and let it fall up until it, you know, becomes destructive or becomes something that they just can't help anymore, you know, God forbid it leads down or suicide or something like that. But, you know, when everyone feels comfortable talking about this stuff, all of a sudden it's not a burden. It's not a burden to your friends. You're not annoying your friends because they're like, yeah, you know what? I, I understand that. Then they have a person that they can go to too when they're having problems. And so it becomes like a community. So being that, that social connectedness and being able to have those people in your life is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. You start pre-assuming before you've been getting involved. Yeah. And maybe they do care. Maybe they do want to help. You know, and you're just kind of like, well, I know they have their own problems. And, yeah. You know. And even, you know, for the men listening out there, you want to approach your friend and say, hey, I just want to talk. I, I don't need solutions. I just need to get this off my chest. You know, that can put your friend in a position. Cool. I don't need to solve this for him. I think he just needs someone to listen to. Yeah. And that can make all the world a difference. And when, you know, even if you approach a friend and they're like, yo, I'm fine, whatever, and you know they're not, asking them can let them know that, hey, when I am ready to talk, that guy's ready to listen. Yeah. Was well, it helping me a lot when I get frustrated or there's, uh, or there's just a disappointment or, uh, you know, whatever, you know, you help somebody out and then things turn and then they're not there for you, you know, like, whatever. The way that I've been dealing with that, is I'll lose sleep, I'll, I'll stress out, I'll, I'll go crazy. Now, now I just go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I just take it out of the gym. And and, and I, I, I probably said this once or twice on the podcast. I've always been active. I'll do a hike here, go to the gym like twice a month. These last three years, because of you know partnerships yep. or because of stress or because of COVID yep. or because of whatever, I was losing so much sleep. You know, at five in the morning, I'm like, fuck, man, I, I have to do something. And now, like, I'm going to the gym every day, and it's it, it helps. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fucking mad. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, that physical exertion really does help. But there's plenty of studies out there that talk about how good, you know, mental health, like being physically active can improve your mental health. Yeah. So when you're experiencing those things, like getting active, and it's, you know, there's no one solution that will hit everybody. Right. But, you know, being physically active, going out for a walk, even if it's as simple as that, you know, you don't have to, you know, lift heavy weights all the time and, you know, run a marathon, but, you know, just walking around, you know, clear your mind and all that kind of stuff is really great for your mental health. Yeah, treadmill, elliptical, any of that stuff. No, it's it's, it's mind-boggling. Yep. It's really helped a lot. Or going for a ride. Go 
Oh, I wish I can go for a ride. That, yeah. that, that's the other one. This one I've said many times. Yeah. Uh, no matter how tired, cold, exhausted, stressed, angry, no matter what it is, the moment I walk towards my bike, it's always like, oh, I'm about to ride. This is scary. But then I kick my foot over. The moment I turn that on, everything's gone. Yeah. I, I can have a conversation with the outside freezing my ass off. But the moment I get on my bike, and it's weird because I'm getting blown by air. Yeah. As soon as I get on the bike, it's like, all right, you're hyper-focused. You're just looking around what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, it becomes your happy place. And that's, you know, for men out there, find find that, what that is for you, whether it is going to the gym or for a ride. You know, is there something that, you know, makes you feel great? Do that. Yeah. Uh, how has Movember evolved since its establishment in 2013? Yeah, so uh, 2003 is when we first started. 2003. Yes. Um, again, came to America in 2007. But, you know, when November was first started, it was all about, you know, growing mustache in the month of November, um, which we dubbed Movember. Uh, Mo is the Australian term for mustache. That's their slang, so that's where it comes from. Um, and it was really just about that during that month. So getting men to grow mustaches, start those conversations, raise funds and awareness for men's health. Um, we really focused on prostate cancer, testicular cancer at the time, you know, men's focused cancers. Um, shortly, you know, after we started bringing in mental health into the cause because it was, you know, such a, um, such an issue and such a thing that wasn't talked about, especially for men. Yeah. Um, and as we grew, we also started incorporating some new ways for people to participate. So for those people who, you know, may not want to grow a mustache in the month of November or can't grow a mustache, Especially women, we don't encourage them to grow mustaches, but um, we offer different things like our move challenge, uh, which is running or walking 60 miles uh, through the month of November. And that actually represents the 60 men who take their own lives every hour of every day. So there's a really good reason for that 60 number. Um, but people can also choose their own challenge and figure out a, a fun way to do that. So maybe it's you know, we've had people ride their motorcycles across the country or, you know, somebody bikes from Florida to Washington, um, states, not D.C. And, you know, that kind of stuff is a really great way. So, we, you know, we operate year-round. We're not just in the month of November. We're, we're tackling men's health issues um, and really encouraging men to, you know, be a part of their health. Yeah. Um, on a, it's strange. On a marketing side of it, um, it's... It's interesting that people come up with this name like Movember, you know, it's in November, it's Movember, and then I wonder how that conversation went where it's like, hey, we do this 12 months out of the year, do we keep the Movember name or do we change it to more general? You know, the fact they kept it, you know the backstory on that or no? Yeah, there's lots of conversations about that. It's tough, but you know, when you have your brand, you want you want that recognition, so you keep it. And we're still all about the mustache. Like that's our symbol. You know, I've got a shirt on with it right now. That's that's what we're about. Um, and so, you know, we we want people to understand we're more than just a month. You know, men's health doesn't doesn't stop in November. It's a it's a year round situation. So that's what it is. You know. Yeah. Uh, what are some challenges you face uh, in addressing men's health issues and how does November work to overcome them? Yeah, I think one of the biggest ones is, you know, men are stubborn. Men are very stubborn and we, we don't want to, we don't want to do this all the time. We don't always want to share. We don't always want to talk about hard conversations. We, we don't want to feel like burdens when, you know, you know, prostate cancer diagnosis. I've talked to several people that 
oh, you know, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer, but I didn't want to burden my family with that news, and so I just didn't do anything about it, or I, you know, I did it quiet, and, you know, I only told my wife, or something like that. Um, and so that's one of the struggles, is getting men to understand, like, hey, this is what we're about, this is what we're trying to do, is get you to, to do this. So it's really about, you know, keeping those conversations going, you know, whether or not we, you know, podcasts like this, anyone who's listening, anyone takes anything away from this is, you know, it's, it's takes way more balls to talk about what's going on than to hide it and pretend you're fine. Because when you're not fine, that's when things get worse and things can go south. And so if people actually take care of themselves, it's going to not just be better for the men and men, but the people in their lives and the people around them. Um, I'm sure, well, I'm not going to assume, but is there a thin line of a serious issue versus a complaint? Sure. You of know? course, it's, there's always going to be that, right? You know, oh, you know, my arm's a little sore. Is that, you know, oh, because I worked out yesterday? Or is that because my, you know, attendance snapped? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe a terrible. But, but I'm telling you, like, in, in, in mental health or, like, in a, in a therapist's point of view, like, is there, you know, like, oh, dude, my girl left me. This is heartbreaking, you know, like, or, you know, like, that's serious. Like, that could be, man, you know, that, can, that can, like, oh, my God, that, that's, that's hard to deal with, a breakup. Yeah. Um, but then there's, you know, the complaint. It's just, fuck, man, oh, dude, I, I hate when I go to the fucking store and they don't give me the ketchup. They're just complaining and nagging. Is there, is, is there, is there a limit or is there a, I believe there's a thin line between, like, something serious and then something of, like, dude, you, you, the story you're telling yourself is a lot worse than what it is. Sure. And like I think that that's not even a problem. Yeah, I think anyone, anyone can go through that and. What, what your story you just told in that example, it, it reminded me of like, okay, but if that annoyance, is that something that's, are you actually annoyed by the store I have in ketchup or are you annoyed by something else and it's manifesting uh, in the ketchup situation? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that thin line is very, yeah. not only is it thin, but it's very complex, you know. Is that a, you know, a symptom of a much larger issue or is it, man, that was super annoying, but if it's something you can get over in about 10 minutes, Probably not a big deal, but if you know, no, 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 you're, you're, you're constantly right. upset by small things. Maybe there's something else. No, you're absolutely right. No, that, that that's my point. My point is, like somebody that's just like so annoyed about little things, little things. Yeah. Like, dude, like you're just complaining now. Dude. You're being, yeah. you're just being a dick. Yeah, there's plenty of negative. But you're right. right. If you start digging, there's something deeper than that. Problem. Exactly. And I think that's what what people need to understand and recognize those patterns. And know that that's going on. I don't know if you watched Ted Lasso at all. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I watched the first season. Okay, there was a recent episode where one of the players was just screaming, freaking out. He got a red card injected from the game, and they're like, "I don't know what's going on, but that's not what you're mad about." So you need to figure out what you're mad about and deal with it because that's a problem. And so they understood like he's mad, he's yelling about X, Y, and Z, but it's not the cause. No, it was somebody else. I don't know if he's in the first season or not. Oh, okay. but, um, yeah. Um, I had some facts here. Um, okay, we we covered Sydney, Australia, uh, Melbourne, actually. Oh, okay. 
Okay, there we go. Yep. See the, I believe Disney was Gentleman's Ride actually started in Sydney, though. You know what? You're right. 2012. Yes, that, that's, that's where the event was first. The Distinguished Gentleman Ride was an annual charity motorcycle event that takes place on the last Sunday of September. The event was first held in 2012 in Sydney, Australia, and has since grown become a global phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So that, 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 that went to my, my facts. On that, Movember was indeed established in 2003 in Australia by a group of friends and it has since grown into a global movement. The concept behind Movember involves men growing mustaches during, okay, we got that. Movember focuses on key areas of men's health, uh, including uh, prostate cancer, we got that. Movember has funded over uh, 1,250 men's health projects worldwide since its inception, supporting Innovative uh, research. In addition to mustache growing, Movember encourages individuals to engage in physical activities. How do they do that? Hosting fundraiser events and starting conversations about men's health. Yeah, so the physical activities is that move challenge that 60 miles for the 60 okay. Um And, you know, hosting events, I think, when it comes to charity, I think people understand like hosting events, gala dinners, and that kind of stuff. But for us, it's, you know, Get together with your friends, have a dinner party together, have a small scale thing, go out to, you know, we've had people do bar nights, you know, it can be something very simple or it can be something, you know, much more grand. It doesn't need to, there's no real, um, like book to explain what that needs to be, but anything where you can get together and, you know, something else that events promote is social connectedness. Like I kind of mentioned that earlier, but that's a really important thing for mental, uh, mental health as well. Um, there's been studies that have also shown that men, as they grow older, they lose their relationships in their lives. When they get married, they have children, where women tend to hang on to those and they still keep in touch with their friends and they still see their friends. Men tend to not. They, you know, they have their kids and they have their wife and, you know, maybe their friends just become their wife's husbands, you know, and then it becomes a little bit different. So they don't have that outlet. So maintaining those relationships and having like strong social connectedness really helps keep positive mental health. Do you, do you have any statistics or, or facts about, uh, again, just a fun question about men in Australia versus men in America, the depression rate there versus here are, are statistically, do they communicate more, communicate less with each other or do Americans complain more than like, you know, is there any factual? There, there probably is. I don't have that information off the top of my head, um, but I do know like the global suicide rate um, is fairly comparable. Um, so, like when it comes to suicides, four out of five men or four out of five suicides are by men. So when you look at that, that eighty percent of suicides are are men, and globally that number is fairly constant. And so there is, I think, there is a constant. I think. That that issue of um, you know that masculinity and you know being strong and that you know if you're injured go talk about it. I think that's prevalent across the globe, and you know in certain cultures it's you know even worse. You know, um, we had um, uh, interviewed somebody yesterday. She's from a Mexican family, and they, she was like, "We just it's a stigma. We do not talk about that." And the first time my brother brought something up, it became like this huge thing in our household. It just shocked our parents. And so, you know, you have that intersectionality of different things that are happening that, you know, make things worse. There was a, there was a story about a, uh, a police negotiator, uh, you know, like don't kill yourself or don't push the thing or whatever. He was a negotiator. And he says the number one story that affected his life more than ever was a story where this guy jumped off the building. 
And when they did the investigation, like he literally just walked up and just so there was no time to. Um, so the first thing they do, you know, we have police officers, they go to his home and they are, let's look for the suicide letter. And what caught him off guard on this one was in his suicide letter, he goes, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my life because of this, 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 you know, there's no, you know, there's no interaction. There's no companionship. There's nobody. But he put a cause, he put a, a he put like a little like stop almost. And he says, if anybody says hi to me before I get to the building, I won't take my life. Yeah. And, and, you know. And yeah, that's that social connectedness again, where it's like having someone in your life and, yeah. you know, if people recognize that more and just, you know, that's just a, a great lesson for our country for the world is, you know, just be kind to each other. Oh, no, just be kind. I, I posted a video on my Instagram maybe a week ago, and I don't really do selfies or, you know, like anything. I'm always taking pictures and making, like, videos, but, yeah, I don't, yeah. And it was cool because I, I, I did a little selfie, and at that moment, this this lady walks by me, and she says, good morning, God bless you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, and I caught it. And I, and I posted it. And I was like, that, that's like so amazing. And then next thing you know, I said that to like three other people on the way down. And I was like, you know, it, it, it's the same thing. It's contagious. And then, uh, you know, same thing. I went to, uh, I went to Pepperdine. And one of the first takeaways that I took over, you know, that I learned in my first uh, semester was if, if you need something, ask for help. People want to help. Exactly. People truly want to help. But if you don't ask, you know, somebody says, Can I help? You're like, No, I'm good. Like, All right. And he doesn't need help. But yeah, very simple. You know, it's nothing. And, and, and just ask for help and then take help. Yeah. Uh, that was a motto of ours. Our um, country director would always say that ask for help, offer help. And that's it's something he, um, he's imparted on me. And I love that phrase. And I think it's very important. So many people are scared of being a burden to other people, um, and myself included. I, I do this all the time, where it's like, "Oh no, I don't want to burden that person with my, you know, with whatever problem it is, big or small." But you know, with the people in your lives, the people that love you and care about you, you're not a burden to them. They want to help you. Yeah. Um. I mean, we'll, we'll keep it nice and short. I want to. I want to get this published uh, today. Awesome. So uh, I'll probably have it this evening. Um, websites, links, I'm yeah. sure it's all November, but yeah, it's Movember.com. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Movember.com, you can head there, you can find out more information about Movember, what we stand for, what our you know our projects and programs that we funded. And if you want to get involved, there's a sign-up button there where you can donate as well. Um, but yeah, Movember.com or socials. If you want to find us on Instagram, it's at Movember. Um, Facebook at Movember USA. Um, but yeah, anything you can find on there, get in touch with us if you want to learn more. Um, you know, we're a, we're a small office and we're all humans there. So we're all have, happy to help anyone that comes through our doors. And then just for, in case you don't know, uh, or you know, for the listeners, this is a tax deduction. You know, yeah, We are a full 501c3. Um, a lot of people haven't heard of us, so they're not fully sure that we're a charity, but we're a, a, you know, a full 501c3 charity. So all donations are tax deductible are tax deductible, which yep. is huge for those big major companies and everything yep. else. It's a tax write-off. Exactly. Plus, it's a good cause. Uh, anything we missed? Anything you want to... No, uh, just encourage everyone to check us out. Um, and if you're in the city with the DGR race this weekend, go go say hi. Go see, go see what it's all about. It's really cool to see, you know, 
hundreds possibly of motorcycles all riding the same route together. And then uh, one more thing for the donations. It doesn't matter where they donate, right? November, uh, my link, kindness link. Uh, yeah, so there's all the same spot. Yeah, so when people sign up to participate, you send out you know your personal fundraising page, or you donate to November generally. It all goes to the same place. Um, you know, we are a peer to peer fundraiser, meaning you know I'll ask you to sign up. You ask, um, you tell your network about it, and have them donate. And so that kind of gives you credit for, you know, your fundraising. We've had people, you know, who have fundraised with us for, you know, 14 years and, you know, are raising up into the $50,000 mark, the $100,000 mark. So being able to kind of see that time over time is really great to see your impact. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, this year, um, I think it's funny because I have donated to, like, multiple friends that participate on my events and they donate. So I'm like, all right, so I donate to, like, you know, three different people. And then yesterday I got a call and they're like, hey, you haven't raised any funds. I'm like, well, I don't even have multiple people. Like, what do you mean? And I'm doing this promotion and I'm pushing. And they're like, no, no, part of it's raising funds. I was like, oh, shoot. So, so I'm going to do my best this year. Awesome. Next year, I promise you guys, I'm going to knock it out. Love it. Keith, thank you so much, man. No, I appreciate you having us on and uh, being on and talking about November. So, absolutely. Uh, hopefully, I can have you guys back on before November. Awesome, you know, and then we start pushing this, and then you know, I don't have to wait for the distinguished gentleman ride, right? Exactly. You know, so and, and are these the two biggest events, DGR and November? So November? yeah, November is our biggest campaign of the year. DGR is a huge event that supports us. Um, and we have some other smaller ones throughout the year, but these are our bigger ones. How? Uh, what takes place from November? Because DGR is a, is a big motorcycle ride and, you know, ends up here. It starts in a secret spot and ends in a secret spot. You have so much fun. You're riding with a bunch of people. What is what is uh, November's uh, month like? November is mustaches everywhere. Just so uh, yeah. it's you're seeing mustaches. And if you, but is there a party? Is there an event? Is um, it depends. We have lots of local ambassadors that will throw events in our city. So we're LA-based. We don't have chapters. Uh, but, but we've got a lot of amazing community ambassadors across the country that help us uh, keep our community tight. So, you know, whether you're in Seattle or you're in Boston or, you know, Chicago, We've got people who are throwing events there and throwing different kind of types of parties and just events. We like to like to kick off the month. We like to celebrate at the end um, and raise money in between. So hypothetical. So so two two more things. So in November, any dude, any man that has a mustache knows what's up. You can just cross the room and be like, I would say about eighty percent of them are like, yeah, this is for November. And you get the nod. And you get the nod. And then number uh, two. So hypothetically, there's not an official event, but there's multiple official events, meaning if I did like the Ride Boundless, uh, you know, Team. event, yep. whatever, in, 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 in a bar and, and raised money for this. That's, it, that's part of it, yeah. People can show up, people can donate, they can participate, they can grow mustaches, they can walk those 60 miles, host their own events, that's all part of it. And then when people walk the 60 miles, they're just documenting on their Apple Watch and posting it and showing it? Yeah, so part of our um, website, when you do sign up for a page and you're doing that, we actually link to Fitbit's um, Garmin and Apple Watches to you know, sync wow. that together. So you can actually see your progress um, accumulate over the month. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Hey, I appreciate it. It's uh, great to spread the word and hope, uh, you know, hope your listeners understand. Like, again, it takes more balls to talk about your health than it does to... Uh, Prevent it, talk about it, and avoid it. Absolutely.
Awesome. Appreciate it. No problem.